This is Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. Come on, let's all go to the lobby. Because people are staring at us listening to these shows while we're in the theater. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. Tonight's broadcast will be a controversial one. Regardless of whether or not you agree with it being aired, the decision has been made. It will be a spectacle, but it will also raise some difficult questions. What relationship do you want to have to the things we consume? And what responsibility do you want to take for their production? You can be the change you wish to see as we go beyond the gates. Good evening. My name is Annika Walker. You're joining us for what is the most unusual and controversial broadcast of my career. This evening we will broadcast as scheduled a live stream as stipulated in the ransom of an unknown hostage taker who has taken on the now infamous persona of The Icon. It has been the decision of this station and of the regulatory body to allow this broadcast to go ahead in line with a number of strict preconditions. In approximately 15 minutes, this channel will broadcast a live feed from a Kensington mansion, where three named hostages are being held. This broadcast was agreed as part of a secretive negotiation, as demanded by the hostage-taker, in exchange for the release of the hostages. So, how did we get here? Robert Davis has this report. It was approximately two months ago today that the moniker of the icon of iconoclasm first entered the public consciousness. It was the Leicester Square premiere of the film Bright Tomorrow where the first murders began. This was captured live by cameras and has since been viewed over 200 million times online. The entertainment journalist Graham Cassidy was among those at the premiere and was interviewing the actor Monica Lane as cameras caught the moments leading up to the shooting. Well, you look beautiful. Congratulations on the movie. Thank you. It's a really great movie, and I can't wait for people to see it. What is going on over there? I don't know. It's like me at the bar yesterday. (laughs) It's so funny. Well, Well, the movie is fabulous. Tell me, how are you feeling tonight? I'm so grateful. I'm so humbled to see all these people here for the premiere. It's such an amazing feeling to work alongside such a talented... Hey! I said I'm your daughter now! Hey, what is wrong with this... (gasps) 
Five people died, including the actors Monica Lane and Lachlan Wilson. Another 10 were injured. A masked man later identified as 33-year-old David Taylor by police, an ex-army engineer from Shropshire, was shot dead at the scene by armed police officers. When police searched his Hackney flat, they found a handwritten manifesto, something later described in a statement by Metropolitan Police as meticulous and disturbing. Despite their efforts, police were unable to suppress its distribution. Disturbingly, but perhaps not surprisingly, the original attack and manifesto inspired a spate of copycat attacks, some more notorious than others. And along with a handful of physically violent attackers, we have also seen a concerning and intense cult-like reverence for the persona of the icon, including online fan groups with members as young as 13. Earlier this month, I sat down with a father of a teenager who developed a fascination with the icon. <sighs> you just feel so powerless. There's really nothing you can do. Kids today, they spend all their time behind the screen. She won't talk to us. She doesn't even leave a room anymore. And what do you think the appeal of the icon is? <laughs> I don't know. He's a bad boy. She has a poster of him in her room. It's creepy. Who knows what kids are into these days? So how have you been handling the situation? We're at a loose end. We don't dare confront her. She's not herself anymore. She's not stable. That was just one parent alarmed by this disturbing trend. A trend which has perhaps unsurprisingly captured the imagination of internet trolls. One celebrity who had refused to be bullied off social media is Jordan Sears, one of the named hostages. With broadcasters and regulators acquiescing to the demands of a criminal, the pressing question then becomes, will this encourage future attacks? Robert Davis with that report. Joining me now for a discussion of the merits of celebrity culture is writer and cultural critic Nigel Caithness. Nigel, what do you make of tonight's broadcast? Well, I think it's absolutely appalling that national broadcasters have caved into the demands of what is, quite frankly, those of a sociopath and a murderer. I should point out that we don't know if this incarnation of the icon has actually murdered anyone. <laughs> As if that makes it better. Perhaps you'd be saying something different in your report tomorrow. Do you in any way view the rise of the icon persona and tonight's broadcast as a result of celebrity culture? Well, celebrity culture isn't new. In fact, Oscar Wilde was perhaps the first modern celebrity. But technology and rampant capitalism has made celebrity culture something far more ubiquitous and harmful. Could you expand on that? It's an industry of exploitation. Corporations, media, TV producers all exploit those seeking fame for the sake of fame. Fame for a sense of belonging. It's encouraging a generation to become celebrities in their own mind, micromanaging their image and obsessing over it, whilst video-sharing platforms encourage attention-seeking and dangerous behaviour. It's perhaps no surprise that with fame coveted as it is, a man with a gun would want to seek his 15 minutes of infamy. You've been very critical of celebrity culture this evening, but... You would surely accept that there are positives to celebrity culture. Of course, it can have positive social functions. People can bond over it. it. It provides escapism, which can be a good or a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. 
and it can help us reflect on our own lives and values. But the issue is that there's no limit to its dark sides. So what's the solution to all of this? People need to self-reflect and disengage from the toxic elements of celebrity culture. If you need any further convincing of this, just consider that the ransom demanded by the hostage-taker is not money, but rather attention. Nigel Caithness, thank you. Now, over the last week, we've been made aware of the identities of the three hostages, all of them public figures. For more on this, here is a report from Ruth Andrews. In the last week, the identities of the hostages have been revealed to the press, and yet the exact motive of the hostage-taker remains unclear. The only obvious thing linking the three is their fame. The youngest of them is 15-year-old Adelaide Myers, an online personality better known to her legion of teenage fans as Addie Bear. She was last seen in a YouTube video uploaded last Monday in which she gave beauty tips. Hi guys, it's Monday, and I know I usually upload on Sundays, but, you know, life. (laughs) Anyway, today I'm so excited to show you my latest makeup haul. We're gonna try them out together and I'll give you my thoughts. Okay, let's get started. As of this morning, this video has been viewed by over 18 million people. The second of the hostages, Tony Lewis, was once a prominent figure in the world of 90s boxing. Lewis dominated his weight class, at one time becoming the undisputed middleweight champion. However, in what was seen by many at the time as a stubborn refusal to step away from the ring, resulted in a past-his-prime Lewis succumbing to a number of embarrassing defeats. After failing to adjust to life outside of the ring, stories of substance abuse, bankruptcy, domestic abuse, and an extramarital affair became fodder for the tabloids. Lewis had been planning a boxing comeback later this year, a move derided by a number of critics as cynical and desperate. The third hostage is Jordan Sears, a well-known voice in the alternative lifestyle community. He regularly arranges public events and fan meetups to raise awareness of issues including sustainable living and LGBTQ rights. His online content consists of lifestyle advice, travel vlogs, and advocating for a full vegan, or so-called ethical, diet. He was last seen in person by a client at a meeting last Friday in Soho, and last heard from by family members that following weekend. Whilst we do not know exactly what the significance of the choice of hostages taken by the so-called icon is, what has been made clear by the families, friends and fans of the three as well as observers of this horrific ordeal, is the desire, above all else, for their safe release. Ruth Andrews with that report. I would like now to read a statement by commissioning editor Guy Anderson, who approved tonight's broadcast. He writes, The regulating body are allowing the broadcast to go ahead because they realise the unique and serious nature of the situation. We are one of several mediums through which the stream will be made available. However, unlike many others, we have chosen to give context to what will be shown. This decision was made with a great deal of oversight following a series of negotiations which included representatives from both government and this broadcaster. We have made it clear that this will be a one-off and that any violence directed towards the hostages will result in the feed being cut. 
I do not condone the actions of the hostage taker. End of statement. We are now joined by the mother of Adelaide Myers, the 15-year-old vlogger who is being held hostage. What do you make of the commissioning editor's statement? What good does cutting a feed do? We want to know why the police haven't done more to save our daughter. And what has the government done? We weren't even given details of the negotiations until afterwards when we were told to cooperate. We just want our daughter back. That's all. And what words do you have for the man who has taken your child hostage? Please, just give her back. She hasn't done anything to deserve this. Thank you for joining us at what must be an unbelievably difficult time for you. With time running short, we are just moments away from our scheduled broadcast. This is a live broadcast and will be a live feed directly from a Kensington mansion where the hostages are being held. I would like to remind you that this channel will hold no editorial, moral or legal responsibility for the following broadcast. Viewer discretion is heavily advised. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone between, to my very special broadcast. The official name of the programme is to be confirmed. Working title, Shooting Stars. Mum, help me! I want to go home! Shut up! I haven't introduced you yet. Be a good guest. For those who don't know me, let me introduce myself. I am your host for this evening, the icon of iconoclasm, the pep in your step, the milk in your tea, and you can't take your eyes off of me. In fact, I've been a very naughty boy recently, but it didn't stop New Scene magazine from making me cover star two months running. Thank you very much. It pays to invest with the icon. So, don't forget to donate to my Bitcoin fund and I will endorse your product openly or subliminally. And on an entirely unrelated note, my chic wardrobe tonight was designed by Versace. Okay, let's get on with the show. My first guest is Adelaide Myers, best known as the online teenage personality Addie Bear. I would tell you to take a seat, Addie, but it looks like you don't have much choice in the matter. Why are you doing this? Well, at least you're not tongue-tied as well. I'm not revealing anything quite yet, Adelaide. This is showbiz, after all. You have to build up to these things. This is mental! Oh, you shouldn't say mental, Adelaide. It promotes an unhealthy stigma around mental health. I thought you knew better. I... Dead air is a sin. Okay, so, tell me, Addie Bear. As only 15 years old, what would you say is the secret to your success? I don't know what your problem is, but I just want to go home. Please... Home? Come on, Addie. This is your biggest audience so far. Smile for the camera. I'm not going to smile. What do I have to smile about? Okay, let's try a different approach. <clears throat> Dear Addie, I have a spot in my chin which just makes me ever too embarrassed to go out in public. What concealer would you recommend? Any favourite brands? Who pays you better? I don't know. 
Come on, Addy. Quickly. You're stressing me out and I feel an outbreak coming. I don't know. Why is it even important? What could be more important than makeup? A lot of things. But why would anybody like me if I don't look good? Isn't that your real message? To be shallow and self-obsessed? No, it's not. It's just to give good tips and entertain people. You create meaningless content for dumb youths who don't know better. You fill their heads with content and yet the void between their ears somehow gets bigger. I have a talent and people like to watch me. There are people with more talent starving on the streets. Yeah, and I didn't put them there. You don't know how hard it is to do what I do. And I help people. You help yourself at the expense of others. I help people all the time, like people with anxiety. I know how it feels. I built a community. What? A community of airheads? We've been speaking for five minutes and I already feel my IQ dropping. You're just nasty. People tell me I'm like a friend to them. I've helped them through hard times in their lives. You can hide behind a facade of good intentions, but all you're really doing is teaching your peers that they have to consume to be happy. You sell your peers short to bolster your own ego. I make makeup videos. Exactly! You teach them that hard work and compassion is less important than appearance and consumption. No! I teach them how to give themselves fire eyelashes, and another thing, I teach them how to feel better about themselves. Oh, how noble of you. I'm sure your parents are so proud. Actually, they are. Oh, shut up. You're young, dumb, and should be in school. Maybe it's that your parents just don't like turning away checks. I help them with bills, and they were struggling before. Do you know how special it is to be able to buy my little sister gifts? They encourage my creativity. It takes so much creativity to take money from corporations and shield products. Oh, and how honest are you about declaring your sponsor content anyway? What? I'm honest, like, most of the time. Anyway, people don't buy stuff just because I tell them to. And I don't even tell them to buy stuff. I just make recommendations. And I wouldn't promote anything I didn't like. I see. Well, that's a great segue into talking about your upcoming book. After all, it wouldn't be a celebrity interview without a plug. So, tell me, Addy. (laughs) No, no. Tell the audience at home, how is the writing coming along? What's the book about? Oh, Oh, let me guess. It's about a teenage vlogger who finds the true meaning of friendship and how to be herself and how to accept others and a dozen other cliched adages you pretend to care about. Oh, I see. Silence. I think you know what I'm guessing at, Addy. It's almost as if you had minimal involvement in your own book. It's Almost as if you took a truckload of money to put your name on a book written by a ghostwriter who was hired a minimum wage and forced to sign a non-disclosure agreement with the threats of legal action. Anything to say? I'm 15. I don't know how these things work. And that's sort of the problem, isn't it? You exploit others and you take it in your stride because why bother asking questions? Well, here's a question for you. How would you feel 
to know that the person that you've been speaking to this whole time is, in fact, the impoverished ghostwriter whose work you so unthinkingly are willing to take credit for. But you're not. I've met her. I've worked with her. Okay, I'm not. But it would be a pretty great reveal, wouldn't it? Well, anyway, Addy, I'm just about getting bored with you and we have other guests to welcome on. How's this for a transition? Addie Bear, you live your life as the star of your own film. But how should that film end for you? Ladies and gentlemen, you will not want to miss what we have coming up after the break. But first, an important commercial message. <clears throat> Do you know someone with a birthday coming up? A friend, perhaps? Maybe it's your Aunt Dorothy who can't stop nassering on about me with the girls. Maybe it's your brassy sister who hangs posters of me on her bedroom walls and gives herself a rub at night thinking about me. Well, why not give the gift of me? I am available for get-togethers and children's parties, especially those of Russian oligarchs and Saudi princes. But if you can't afford my fee, why not pay for a personalised birthday shout-out from the illustrious one himself, the icon of iconoclasm? Only £500 per shout-out, terms and conditions do apply. Now, back to the hostage ordeal. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my next guest. He is the former middleweight boxing champion, long retired but planning a comeback to regain his former glory. Let's ungag him and hear what he has to say. Please, welcome Tony Lewis, ladies and gentlemen. So, Tony... How does it feel to win a championship? Hi, Tony. Hi, Tony. Hi. Are you with us? Hi. I'll forgive you for being a little slow, Tony, given how many times you've been punched in the head. I'm not playing, mate. Oh, but you are, if you want to leave this place in one piece. So, how does it feel to punch people in the face for a living? It's a sport. Not something you'd know much about by the looks of you. Ah, better a weak frame than a weak mind, Tony. Go to hell. If I do, I'm taking you with me. You know what, Tony? I would have thought you'd be happy to be in the spotlight again. Not my first choice. I'd much rather be knocking you out in a ring. It's so nice to know that that fire still burns inside you. Get bent. You're starting to annoy me, Tony. You must really miss the thrill of the fight and the scream of the crowd, right? Yeah, you're right, I do. I mean, to risk your health and dignity again, especially given how it ended so badly last time, it's really something. You know, if you need to fill a void in your life, you could always ask Addie Bear for some meaningless content. And I like winning. Something a masked loser like you wouldn't know Tony, about. Tony, don't! Addie! Don't you know it's rude to eat into someone else's He's interview just time? To get to you. Ignore him. I am only telling the truth. And here's something you both have in common. You're both money-grabbing. I'm supposed to apologise for making a living. If you choose money over dignity, that's your own pathetic fault. It's your own fault you're bankrupt. I didn't say it wasn't. Oh, it's so nice to hear you take responsibility for yourself, Tony. After all, you're the one who cheated on your one true love. And no, I don't mean your wife, Tony. That's a given. 
I'm talking about boxing. Now, let's talk about drugs, performance enhancing and otherwise. Don't listen to him. We all make mistakes. Shut up, Eddie. Oi, leave her alone. You're a lot less threatening when you're tied to a chair. Look, I can hit you at will. Get off me. I'll bust you, mate. Oh, the threat of violence from a pugilist. How novel. You know, it's not as fun hitting a boxer as I thought. Maybe Addie Bear would make for a better sparring partner. I'm a weakling, after all. Get off her! Oh, I'm sorry, Tony. I didn't realise you'd be against violence towards women. Well, ones who aren't your wife. Leave it out. Where is your wife, Tony? Oh, that's right. She left you. Oh, but what about the kids? Do they still speak to you? I'm trying my best. At what? I know I've made mistakes. There isn't a day that goes past that I don't know that. I'm not the best dad, or husband, or anything else. I just want to make things right, and I'm trying. Okay? I don't think it's okay, Tony. You're a pathetic, physically deteriorated shell of your old self. Just another pathetic addict. Your wife and your children want nothing to do with you. You're penniless, and you're in desperate need of belonging. Oh, God. Well, thank you, Tony. Your interview certainly packed a punch. Well, ladies and gentlemen, unless you've been living under a rock, you already know that I have a third guest to bring on. But before I do, I'd like to take a few moments to get some of your reactions at home. Annabelle2008 on Twitter writes... OMG, this is gross. Love you, Addie Bear. Get home safe. Praying for you. Well, that was a surprisingly succinct and kind message from one of your fans, Addie, though I'm a little concerned she's awake past her bedtime. Unfortunately, RealBrit12 was less kind when he wrote, Hope you beat the useless oxygen thief some more. Ooh, strong words from RealBrit. And he's not alone but we wouldn't want to risk getting cut off prematurely. Oh, and Tony, there's a personal message here on Twitter for you. A post from your daughter. She writes, I love you, Dad. I'm so sorry. I can't wait for us to speak again. I love you too, sweetheart. Oh, how lovely. An addict caring about something other than himself. Enough sentimentality, it's time to get on with the show. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to my third guest. Though I have to admit I'm a little afraid of what he might make of the evening so far. Please, welcome, from the top of his high horse, Jordan Sears. Jordan, welcome to the show. I'm sure you've been chomping at the bit, or perhaps I should say chomping at the cloth I gagged you with. You are, of course, an influencer and activist. What do you have to say? Why are the police not here already? I already told you earlier they're letting me broadcast as long as I promise not to hurt you. But you've already hit two people, including a young girl, which is disgusting, by the way. They have definitely cut you off by now. You can check the screen in the corner. It's a live feed. 
they haven't shut it down. Why would they? This is the greatest show in the history of television! What do you even expect to achieve? Uh, you're just a pathetic abuser. Are you really that desperate to get some spotlight? I'm the one wearing the mask, not you. You do anything for attention, and it's pathetic. Just like our friend Tony over I here. I don't get you, mate. I get you all too well, Tony. But what I don't get are people like Jordan. So superior and smug. Always quick to tell others how they should live and how they should think, including you, Tony. But people like this are never what they seem. Unlike you, my simple friend. What are you even talking about? I just mean that for a wholesome activist, you're not as honest as you could be. What the hell do you know? I'm always open and honest to my followers. They built me up by supporting me on what I believe in. I give them a voice. I speak their truth. All of our truths. That's how I use my platform in a responsible way. My lifestyle inspires people to eat and live sustainably. Our community has raised money for saving the rainforest. Together, we're making the world better. Why are you hating on me? Do you know how much work I've put into- Jordan, I don't care, and you're boring me. I think I would actually rather kill my brain cells listening to Addy talk about makeup than listen to your sanctimonious spiel. And, by the way, I appreciate the showmanship, but try speaking to me rather than the camera. This isn't your YouTube channel, and you're talking to my audience, not yours. These are really important issues, and I think we really need to talk about them, even though you don't care. Well, here's my problem with you, Jordan. I really don't think you care, either. I know things about you. Ugh, that's ridiculous. You don't know anything about me. I know about Green Run Industries. I... I took those videos down. I noticed. So, what about Axiglow Limited? You're still taking money from them. I'm not. As soon as I realised that their values didn't align with mine, I stopped. Oh, I... come on! You only cleaned up your business once your critics called you out publicly. It's almost as if you don't hold yourself to the same standard as you hold your followers. Isn't it, Jordan? That's not true. Why else would you have gone on those expensive trips? I thought excessive flying was bad for the environment. That's my private life. It has nothing to do with... Oh, but I thought your whole stick was to inspire people with your lifestyle. And... Weren't those trips you took sponsored by Hot Spirit, the clothing company you keep denying having any connection to? Those are lies. And yet you continue to wear their wardrobe. You know what, Jordan? I think that you would benefit from just owning up and taking responsibility for your actions. But why let the temptation of being a decent human being worm its way into your real life? Look, listen, I, all I'm trying to Give do is- Give it up, Jordan. You've had your say. Ladies and gentlemen, time is short, so I'd like to introduce you to my fourth and final guest for this evening. Previously unadvertised and unannounced, he is my last but certainly not least guest, and he's not without controversy. His proponents call him a tool, though not as big of a tool as these people. Some call him a right, others call him the devil's right hand. He is my 
30 inch 20 bore pump action pal please ladies and gentlemen put your hands together and give a warm welcome to sean the shotgun what the hell oh my god please we can work this out why are you doing this why am i doing this that's actually a good question jordan well okay i'll tell you the big reveal drum roll please i am doing this because they're watching and listening. What? Who? You know, they. The audience, of course. The ones tuning in right now. And here's the twist. They can save you, if they choose to. And it's their sole responsibility. And if they don't save you, I'll shoot you all. So, audience at home, do you want to save these poor people? You can. All you need to do is switch off. Stop listening, stop watching, stop consuming this. Turn off your TV, turn off your radio, turn off your streaming device now. That's right, you. I'm talking to you. Just turn this program off, and I promise, if you switch off now and disengage, I will let all the hostages go free. Well, switch off or they die. Come on, last chance. <laughs> I didn't think so. You're still here, listening. Which means that you bear some responsibility for tonight's appalling events. You can passively consume, but it's of little consolation to those suffering as a result of the systems it supports. From the celebritization of culture, to the sweat factories which feed your lifestyle, to the wars fought in your name, how complicit are you? Beyond the Gates, the Icon was written and produced by Emmalini Gateman and Chad Alexander. It starred Naomi Madeline as the presenter, Matt Doyle as Reporter 1, and Charlotte Brown as Reporter 2. The celebrity interviewer was Paul Warren, the actress was Rachel Pulliam, and the original icon was James Risk. The concerned father was played by Alexander Comley. The cultural critic was played by Paul Martin, and Adelaide's mother was Danielle Frazier. Adelaide was played by Eliza Chambers, Tony by Paul Watt, and Jordan by J.D. Kelly the icon was Chad Alexander. Suki Brinton was the narrator. Join us next time as we go Beyond the Gates. This is Jack Ward from the Mutual Audio Network, and on behalf of our United Artists of Audio, we're here hoping you great riches of stories and scripts during NADSRIM 2023.